0: are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Paul said, in whatever state I am, I've learned therewith to be content Now, he didn't mean, I'm just going to stay here and just suffer for Jesus. No, he was content for the interim time until the anointing of God came upon him. Then he destroyed the work of the devil by the anointing of God. And God received the glory, and the devil got a black eye every time. Now, we're talking about getting rid of the thorns in the flesh that Satan has set against you. And we talked about the fact that Paul was able to overcome every situation that Satan brought against him. Go with me to Acts, the 21st chapter. You find here that Paul, now sometimes people say, well, you know, the Apostle Paul, he suffered so many things, and you know, God's going to make us suffer. Well, it may be necessary for us to suffer some things for a while, if it's necessary for the gospel's sake. But don't get a persecution complex. And think, well, you know, the Bible says if you live godly, you're going to be persecuted. I've seen people get that persecution complex, and they just did things to get persecuted over. But now Paul suffered some things. Here's what I want to show you in this chapter 21. Paul suffered some things that he chose to suffer, not necessarily because God told him to, but because he made a decision to go beyond the call of God and suffer some things for the gospel's sake. Verse 10, And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus, and when he had come unto us, he took Paul's girdle, bound his own hands and feet, and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle, and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when we heard these things, both we and they... Of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What mean ye to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, see, God sent a prophet down there to tell him, If you go to Jerusalem, here's what's going to happen to you. God sent Paul to the Gentiles, and he kept going to the Jews. Now, he wanted to do that. I'm not saying that Paul was wrong in that, but I'm just pointing out to you some of the things that Paul suffered. He went beyond the call of duty. He suffered some things because he chose to do it. The Holy Ghost gave him a way of escape, but he didn't take it. Now, let me point out to you, and I'll not take time to read it, at Damascus, he was let down the wall in a basket because there was garrison about to kill him. And he escaped because he took the way of escape. Here, the Holy Ghost revealed the way of escape, and he didn't take it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't get the persecution complex and say, well, you know, Paul, he was a great man, but look what happened to him. Well, now, he chose some of these things. He went beyond the call of duty. And it may be necessary for you to suffer some things for the gospel's sake. But don't get this persecution complex. Start believing for all these bad things to happen to you. You can take authority over demons, the devil, and evil spirits, and you can break the bondage that the enemy tries to put over you in these things. And come forth victorious. Now, follow it on over to the 28th chapter. Now, after Paul was shipwrecked, Verse 3, here in the 28th chapter of Acts, When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them upon the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. When the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffer him not to live. And he shook off the beast in the fire and felt no harm. Now see, when you build a fire, the snakes will come out. If you're not careful, you're tempted to put out the fire to get rid of the snakes. You ever felt like that? You know, I didn't have any trouble till I started serving God. Then the snakes came out. Learn to shake them off in the fire. <laughs> Don't put out the fire to get rid of the snakes. Put the snakes in the fire. Now, notice what happened. He shook the snake off into the fire. Howbeit they looked, and when he should have swollen and fallen down dead suddenly, after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said, He's a God. Isn't that just like people? They said, "Why, well, this guy must be God. But you know what happened? Because Paul knew that this was a messenger Satan sent to buffet him. He just shook the thing off in the fire and kept preaching Jesus. And notice what happened, verse 8, And it came to pass that the father of Pubulus lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. And when this was done, others also which had diseases in the island came and were healed, who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they laden us with such things as was necessary. Now, what happened here? The demon raised up his head against him to stir up trouble, cause problems with Paul. He shook the snake off in the fire, and because he exercised his authority and dominion over it, God received glory, the sick was healed, and people were ministered to. Now you notice in all of these things that we've read to you, that Paul came forth victorious in every situation, In every situation, one time they stoned Paul, led him out of the city, stoned him and left him for dead. Now let me tell you something. When a bunch of religious people stone you and leave you for dead, you are dead, man. You are graveyard dead. Religious people are the most vicious people in the world. Brother, when they stoned him, They knew he was dead, but when the saints gathered around, he rose up before them and departed the next day with Barnabas to Derby. (laughs) Woo, glory! When I am weak, then am I strong, Paul says. Not when he's sick, he's well. That wasn't what he's talking about. Paul's thorn was not sickness. Paul's thorn was a messenger of Satan to buffet him, stir up trouble everywhere he went. Well, somebody said, yeah, and Paul never did get rid of it. I beg your pardon. Read with me. Acts, the 28th chapter, verse 30. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house, received all that came unto him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. Now, I ask you, where's the messenger of Satan that's been buffeting him? I'll tell you where he is. He'd been called off the job. Satan fired him. <laughs> Said, man, all you do is bring glory to God every time you do something. Paul gets the upper hand. It's not working. We're going to call you off the job. We're going to give you another assignment. This demon was dismissed from his assignment. Now, Paul's supposed to be in jail, he's a prisoner. Now listen to it the first time in all of his ministry, since the persecution started at Antioch. It says, Paul dwelt two whole years in his own rented house, received all that came to him, preaching the kingdom of God, teaching those things which concerned the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. Now, does that sound like he still has the thorn in the flesh? No. He's delivered from the thorn in the flesh. You know how he got rid of it? By exercising his authority and dominion and waiting on the Spirit of God to reveal to him the time, the place, and what to do to take authority over that situation. He did not fight the individual. He did not get in strife with the individual that's being used of Satan. He just cast the Spirit out of him. Now go with me again to Second Timothy, the third chapter, because here Paul says something that adds some light to what we're saying here. I know sometimes it's hard for people, after they've been taught year after year, that Paul never did get rid of the thorn in the flesh to realize that he did. Second Timothy, the third chapter. Verse 11. Well, let's start verse 10. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, and patience, persecution, affliction, which came to me at Antioch. Notice, this is where he mentions it first, at Antioch. Now, remember, at Antioch was where they were first called Christians. And in Iconia and Lystra, what persecution I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Thank God, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution. Well, that's true. The Bible says that. But he said, the Lord delivered me out of them all. But the Lord didn't do it because he prayed for God to do it. He only did it, he was only delivered when he began to take authority, listen to the Spirit of God, allow the anointing to come upon him, and then turn and deal with the spirits instead of the individuals. Now, see, sometimes some of you have been praying for God to do something that he told you to do. And we've been wanting to do what God was supposed to do. But let's do it the way the Word says to do it. Submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil, demons, and evil spirits, and they will flee from you. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know whether I've helped you or not, but I've taught myself happy. Can you say amen? Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, this last day for the book offer, book offer number 7510, it's called Triumph Over the Enemy. It's a 60-page paperback. It was formerly entitled Messenger of Satan. It's $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. 60-page paperback dealing with Paul's thorn. It reveals what Paul's thorn was. It also reveals that Paul got rid of the thorn in the flesh. Now, most people tell you he never did get rid of it. He suffered with that thorn in the flesh until his dying day. But he didn't. You'll find in the last chapter of the book of Acts, he dwelled in his own rented house. He's supposed to be in prison, preached the gospel freely to everyone that came to him and no man forbidding him. That's the only time in all of his ministry that he was able to minister the gospel without hindrance from the devil, demons, and evil spirits working through men to hinder the gospel. But he got rid of it. How? He acted on the word of God. Do you remember the little woman followed him around three days and said, these are the servants of the most high God. Hear ye them. Well, she was telling the truth, all right, but who wants a demon witnessing for you? She was possessed with the spirit of divination. Well, he couldn't slap her and tell her to go home. He waited for the anointing of God to come upon him. Then he turned around and said, Come out of her in the name of Jesus. And he did. And I want you to know she was delivered. And Paul learned what Jesus meant when he said, My grace is sufficient. He meant you have to act on the Word of God. Jesus couldn't get the messenger Satan off of him. It was Paul's responsibility to do that by acting on the Word of God. Jesus overcame the world, the flesh, and the devil by quoting the Word of God to the devil. And when Paul acted on the Word of God, he got set free from this thing. And read the last chapter of the book of Acts. You'll find out that he was ministering to everyone that came to him and no man forbidding him. You need this book, and it'll give you insight into how you can get rid of messengers that are signed against you. That's offer number 7510 for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Kemp's Ministries and our listeners in this area.